Frequency Cast. Startup in progress. Hi, and welcome to Frequency Cast 71, the UK's digital TV and technology show. The show that's driven by feedback from you. My name's Carl, and with me today is our tech guru, Pete. Hi there. Welcome to 2012. Here's a look at the last 12 months of TV and tech, plus a peek at what's around the corner. Now, here's a look at what we'll be talking about in today's tantalizing take on technology. Channel 5's HD channel won't appear on Freeview again. A busy month for Nintendo's 3DS. New stuff coming to a Virgin box near you. More ways to get the BBC iPlayer unwrapped. Plus your questions on Xbox updates and iPad printing. First off, here's Pete with the latest TV and tech news. Frequency cast, now loading, news. For our first story of 2012, Channel 5 HD. Back in 2010, Channel 5 surprised the TV industry by dropping its plans to launch a Freeview HD service. The HD slot was put back up for offer last year and Channel 5 again applied. Well, they've decided to drop their plans again, citing issues of commercial importance as the reason. It seems that no one out there is interested in the fifth Freeview HD slot. Next, staying with TV, rumours of new plans for Apple to dominate the TV market. We're hearing rumours of the iTV set, with a little i, due to appear in the summer of 2012. These TV sets will have Apple's technology built in, plus a customizable TV interface. Steve Jobs is quoted as saying that Apple has cracked TV, and is planning to bring out the simplest interface imaginable, with seamless sync to the iCloud. There are also rumours that it may even have a Siri-like voice control. And there's talk of TV functionality being built into the next generation of iMacs. No doubt we'll be returning to this one soon. Next, if you're a fan of the many TV shopping channels on Freeview and Freesat, and we know you are, you'll be pleased to know that the first radio shopping channel is now on air. Broadcasting 22 hours a day on Sky Channel 0184, the channel is brought to you by Canis Media and WRN Broadcast. Credit cards at the ready. Next, dictionary guru Collins has just launched a free online version of its dictionary, a first for any of the major dictionary publishers. The service has over 120,000 dictionary entries, which will rise to 220,000 entries by March. The service supports pronunciations, predictive search, and a frequency usage graph. Link on our show notes. Next, Virgin Media customers can expect some goodies in 2012. First off, CBS Action and Sony TV have just been added to the lineup. We can expect a lot more 3D content to be available on the on-demand service, and users of the TiVo can expect some new applications, including a new interactive BBC Sport application, which will support Formula One, Wimbledon and London 2012. A quick piece of TV channel news, NME TV is set to leave Freeview and Freesat in January. And finally, cable TV firm Virgin has apologised for what's being dubbed as an overzealous obscenity checker. Last month, the Virgin EPG started replacing innocent names with asterisks to protect our innocent eyes. Shows such as Nevermind the Buzzcocks and The Golden Age of Canals, as well as the names of respected folk such as Alfred Hitchcock, 
Jarvis Cocker and Charles Dickens, as well as the football team Arsenal, were all briefly censored. See the link in our show notes for some images. We're assuming that the film The 40-Year-Old V Star 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 made it through unscathed. Thanks, Pete. For more on these stories and others, visit frequencycast.co.uk slash news. Focus, and it's been a busy year, so let's see what we've been up to, or what they've been up to. That's the technology world, of course. Pete, remind me. You're absolutely correct. What we're going to do is take a look back at the last 12 months of tech, and surprisingly... 2011 started with January. Oh, that's a strange year, wasn't it? And let's have a look at the headlines that we covered this time last year. Well, UView was uh, set to launch last year and, of course, didn't. That was the first. What, 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 what was UView again? Ah, yes. UView is a service combining Freeview with On Demand. Allegedly, it will launch uh, sometime this year. More on that one later. Okay, and what else? I'm sure January had more than that to offer us. Well, it offered us this. Oh, yes, Angry Birds. Over half a billion downloads, to be precise. And the plush toys came out in January. There you go. We interviewed one last January. What else? Ebooks. The sale of electronic books outstripped paper books for the first time, according to Amazon. So that's the Kindle. And also, the was it the Kobo that's come out? Or the Comover? I don't know. Something like that. And, of course, the Sony Reader. And Bravo, that lovely lads TV channel, ended after 25 years when it was sold to B-Sky-B. So no more Bravo this time last year. Also, Channel One, which was another one owned by Sky, that went as well fairly shortly after. So, February, Valentine's Day and Vodafone. Yes, Vodafone fell over for a percentage of southern England uh, after somebody broke into their Basingstoke data centre, meaning their uh, services were off for a little while. Sky launched Sky Atlantic, which is their new US TV channel covering HBO, and the iPlayer came out for the iPad. Also, on Freeview, a new channel called TBA launched. Yes, to be announced. And here we are nearly a year later, and it hasn't been. There you go, that was February. What do you think comes next? Well, March, and that's all about the Nintendo 3DS, wasn't it? Yep, the first 3D games console without the need for glasses launched. We will be coming back to that one later in the show, so don't touch that dial. So what happened with Lord Sugar? What was he hired to do? Well, we've already talked about UView being delayed. They got Lord Sugar in to uh, kick some bottom and get UView back on track. Here we are just over a year later and still no sign of a launch date for UView yet. I wonder if anyone's been fired. Well, thank you for the opportunity, Lord Sugar. Uh, We also got hands-on with a disposable camera back in our March show. Do you remember that one? Crack the Kinder Egg open. Right. Watch your fingers. Yeah, I didn't want that thumb. Didn't want that finger. Did I get you? Yeah, we're we're doing fine. There's blood everywhere. Don't worry. Get a paramedic in. We'll be fine. Okay, so what we've got is a bit of broken plastic. That's presumably the counter, so that counts your 1 to 40, little wheelie thing there. And that's the push-button mechanism, such as it is. Funnily enough, Uh, doesn't work anymore. And that's a bit of metal. Ouch. Look at my finger. And we got hands-on with the new BT Home Hub 3, their little gadgety thing that does all the uh, the internet and uh, streaming stuff. Wow. Uh, here's a little clip of us playing with the Nintendo 3DS that we mentioned earlier. So let's take a look at these apps. So we've got 3D Movie, got Star Wars, we got a camera there, uh, 3D Sound. Good grief, what did that do? In your hand, who have you got? dancing around your hand. Mario, how do you do that? Oh, look, and if I move my hand this way, you can see around him. Oh, look, I can look at the top of his head. That's really clever. What happens if I press this button? Mario! It gave the game a different element, but it wasn't essential to gameplay. It didn't make the 
biggest of differences, but it was just, it was impressive. The 3D makes it look a lot more interesting, and when you pick things up, it looks like it's coming at you. It allows you to see things a lot differently than it would in a normal DS. It's very different, and I think it's just so clever. There's nothing like it. Lovely stuff. What a great game, and it's really, really clever, wasn't it? Does your eyes in a bit. What did we do in April? Didn't we cover... um threats to the BBC and local radio or something, wasn't it? Yep, that was the first time that we heard that um, the BBC were considering making some drastic changes to local radio, which still look on the cards, uh, which is a bit unfortunate. We also saw BBC Seven, that comedy station, being renamed to Radio 4 Extra. Also in April, the launch of Google Plus One, which is the rival to Facebook's like button. Oh, PlayStation Network hacked as well, wasn't it? Yep, lots of people lost their usernames, passwords and credit card details after the PlayStation Network was hacked. And of course, where else did we go in uh, in April? Mm, let me think now. Um, was it a stripper show? Oh no, it was the Gadget Show. Spot on. We saw some lovely folk from places like Neurosky, Fanny Wangs, remember them? Nice cans. Uh, Steadicam, Swap Watches, Brasso, all sorts of places. Here are a few extracts of our fun and games up in Birmingham starting off with the gorgeous Polly who's just lost her Wikipedia page Save Gadget Polly Well you are at Gadget Show Live it is of course that time of the year again very excited this year we have got big halls it's getting bigger and better and I must admit it's great to see you guys I'm talking to Peter from Swap hello there Hi Peter how are you doing? Very good thank you very much and you have reason to celebrate I understand Yes yes we're very happy we've just officially been given the world record for the lightest touchscreen mobile phone in the world by Alexander from Guinness World Record who was our adjudicator for today. Yeah, this is uh, the latest uh, tablet uh, product from the the novel. It's the IdeaPad uh, S1. So it's uh, an Intel-based tablet with uh, Microsoft's uh, operating system. It's also uh, pressure sensitive. So if you press it harder, you know, it will be a thicker line. If you press it lighter, it will be a thin line. And I'm talking to R2-D2. Do you come here often? Well, thank you very much for your time. I hope you enjoy your time here, and uh, I'll see you again soon. The Steadicam smoothie uh, is born from the larger Steadicams that we use in the Hollywood range, and it's currently balancing an iPhone 3GS. Anybody that finds an excuse to film something, this is going to help them get that great footage. The Steadicam smoothie. It's very smooth. It's a a vacuum cleaning robot which allows you to vacuum your rooms in your house without you actually being there in some cases. Hold on a minute, I'm almost completely redundant. I'm really impressed. And how much does this thing weigh? They're about six kilos. Gadgetcare is completely non-abrasive. It contains anti-static as well, which helps um, prevent dust. And the silicon in it also helps to fill in the cracks that have come up on your on your gadgets. It has that lovely Brasso smell. This is a slight different smell to the old Brasso, but it's still quite sweet, that individual smell. We're measuring Carl's EEG. His retention level was in sort of the bottom third. I think he's a lost cause, in all honesty. So even though they're not active noise cancellation, they do block out all the background sounds. So even if you're listening to them in a very noisy environment like here at the Gadget Show, you can still get immersed in your music. So once again, girls, what's the name of this company? Fanny Wangs. And if you're up for going to Gadget Show Live 2012, tickets are almost sold out, so uh, don't hang about. Okay, now straight on to May, and we all like May because you get a bank holiday. 
May was a busy one. That was when uh, Apple had their first major problem of the year, uh, where it was discovered that iPhones were holding loads of data about where the phones had been, and uh, they had to rush out a patch to uh, get rid of that little security loophole. And what about the FA Cup final in 3D? You're reading my notes quicker than I can. Yes, FA Cup in 3D at pubs across the UK and, of course, on the Sky 3D channel. Uh, We also caught up with Plusnet to have a good chat about the future of the internet. More on that in a second. And we looked at the internet bubble. Remember that one? Yeah, wasn't that some kind of insurance policy or something? Uh, No, this was the concept of people being alienated by the likes of Google and finding their searches were edited and trimmed. Here is a little reminder of uh, the internet bubble. In a broadcast society, there were these gatekeepers, the editors, and they controlled the flows of information. And along came the internet, and it swept them out of the way, and it allowed all of us to connect together, and it was awesome. But that's not actually what's happening right now. What we're seeing is more of a passing of the torch from human gatekeepers to algorithmic ones. And the thing is that the algorithms don't yet have the kind of embedded ethics that the editors did. So if algorithms are going to curate the world for us, if they're going to decide what we get to see and what we don't get to see, then we need to make sure that they're not just keyed to relevance. We need to make sure that they also show us things that are uncomfortable or challenging or important. This is what TED does, right? Other points of view. A warning there to us all from Eli Pariser at TED.com. Right, and that takes us straight into June, which was IPv6 day. Tell me more. Well, the IPv4 addresses that we all know and love, you know, the 123.45.12.123 type addresses, they're going to run out, and IPv6 day on the 8th of June was the first experiment in the new format of addresses. We caught up with Richard Fletcher from Plusnet, who told us more. Basically, the number of possible addresses are are running out. In order for the internet to continue to grow, the internet community needs to move to this new standard, this IPv6 standard. And we are about to start our transition before IPv4 runs out so we can look at what needs to be done and test all of our systems and, and so on. And of course, in our December show, we found out how IPv6 went. Yes, leaping forward six months, here's a quick extract of our chat with Bob from Plusnet. It went well. The, the network performed as it should do. My IPv6 connection certainly worked, which is more than I could have hoped for, really. Uh, and we had some novel uses that our customers uh, put out there, one in particular being a, an IPv6 cat feeder. Also in June, we covered the threat to Freeview from 4G, which is still expected next year. Yeah. Remind me about, what, what was that threat exactly? Well, with the switchover finishing later this year, part of the spectrum is going to be freed up and flogged off to 4G mobile phone companies. The problem is, people have still got TV aerials and masthead amplifiers capable of receiving signals in that frequency band. So in 2013, when the 4G services start, people will be sucking in mobile phone signals into their TV set. And there is a very real danger, a good percentage of people are going to start losing their Freeview channels. Hmm. That's not good. More on that back in last June's show. Hmm, anything else in June? Well, the BBC launched a Scottish TV channel on Freeview, BBC Alba, which meant the demise of a lot of BBC radio stations, which didn't please many people north of the border. Also, the on-demand service Seesaw, which did TV shows over the internet, started to wobble, and the thing finally staggered to a close at the end of October. 
Well, lots going on there. What about July? Take me to July. Tell me about the Sky and the way they launched Go. Replacing the Sky Player, wasn't it? Spot on. Yes, the Sky Player and Sky Mobile were replaced by the new Sky Go service, which seems to be rather good, doing rather well for itself. We also reported in July that the Virgin Stop the Con campaign had been stopped. Stop the what? That was Virgin's campaign about the broadband speed issue, where you expect speeds of up to 20, but you end up with speeds of up to 3 or 4. Sky made some serious complaints complaints about that uh, campaign and eventually it was axed not so good also sadly axed in july was the space shuttle the last flight took place in july Uh, right august the competition commission ruled that sky's movie service is too expensive so we can expect movies from sky to be on other platforms or cheaper soon yes but how soon Well, we first heard about this last August. We're not expecting any action or a final report on this until this coming August. So uh, no rush, guys. Just 12 months. In August, we were out and about again. We were up in London for the Home Technology event. Do you remember that one? Did I go? And one of the companies we spoke to there was Lightwave RF. Uh, Well, we've got a whole range of what we call retrofittable devices. The idea is to, you know, steal an idea from Lego so that you can buy these a bit at a time, let's say a double socket, fit it in your house and it works like a regular double socket but it also has a radio receiver in so once it's installed I can control it from my sofa with a handset and if I get ambitious and start adding light switches and other sockets I can then add a a Wi-Fi device that simply plugs into a router control it from my iPhone uh, an iPod touch an iPad or indeed any smartphone home automation on a budget we also got our hands on a waterproof video camera do you remember that one oh yeah we went for a quick swim well in a sink anyway Oh yes, I remember that. Is that still up there? Can people still look at it? Oh yes, our inaugural video is still up on our YouTube feed and up on our website. And finally in August, another piece of tech news. Google bought the struggling Motorola mobile phone division. It's going to be interesting to see what Google does with it. What next? I'm thinking September. Okay, September saw BT Vision get a facelift. Your good friend Alan Partridge releasing his autobiography. It's you! Uh Aha! Excuse me. Uh, And also the launch of On Live, the new gaming platform that takes us away from games consoles and moves it all to the internet. Now, that was a lovely little product, and I'm still using mine merrily. If um, you're interested, here's a little extract from Show 68. Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You didn't need to do that. Come on, come on. That's superb. Oh, here we go. Oh, it's good. I'm surprised this thing's still going, the poor thing. The puddle looks fun. Hey! Oh, look at the water splash on that. Good graphics. Well, right up. Oh, she's nice. Hold on a minute. Let me just oh. stop here for a minute. So what do you think? Fairly smooth gameplay? No judders? No no lag? No judders, no lag. Just like on the Nintendo Wii, really. It's as if you are just playing a normal gaming console. Excellent graphics. I love the way you don't have to go out and buy things as well. Lovely stuff. And, of course, we went on a lot of wide game adventures, didn't we? Wasn't it geocaching month? Oh, indeed, yes. We went out and about exploring the geocaching hobby. Get yourself a GPS unit and get yourself some fresh air. And thank the digital dinosaur for his input there. Here's a little extract of us out and about, getting some fresh air up our noses. According to this, we're 13 feet away. Oh, look, I found it. Where? Nah, not really. Ah, <laughs> look. There's a little bit of wooden board, and here, geocaching.com. Right, here we go. So this is a very well-sealed Tupperware box. Oh, now, 
What have we got in here? Congratulations, you found it. It's part of a worldwide game loved by GPS users on the hunt. Yeah, but it's a bit too cold to go out geocaching now, isn't it? Well, we actually got an email a couple of days ago from Lemmy Emmy and Pure Warrior 69, also known as Leanne and Pip, who found one of our caches in December. Oh, well done. Uh, also in September, final story here, the announcement that we can expect a fifth Freeview HD channel which of course went to Channel 5, and you heard more about that in our news story. Thank you for that, Channel 5. Nice work. So, now take me through the autumnal mode of October. Well, of course, Apple fans note that uh, October was a very sad month. Uh, We saw Steve Jobs pass away at the beginning of October, which is very sad news. Also, the iPhone 5 didn't launch. Instead, we got the iPhone 4S, and a lovely phone it is too. Oh yes, some improvements there, and especially Siri, of course. I didn't find any emails from Carl. Yeah, there's a surprise. I wouldn't know how to. I don't have the technology. Oh, yes, I'm still loving Miss Siri, but I am waiting for the female voice. Uh, can we just play one more little burst of that, uh, the Siri duet? Go on, then. Will you marry me? Let's just be friends. Will you marry me? We hardly know one another. Will you please marry me? I'm not capable of love. love you. My end-user licensing agreement does not cover marriage. I love you. You say that to all the virtual assistants. Uh, Also in October, the other story, of course, for BlackBerry users was the month that the net went down. Oh, yeah, that was quite painful, wasn't it? And even Kelly suffered from that, didn't she? I couldn't get anything, and I was stuck in London, unable to figure out where I was because my Google Maps went down. Thank you, Kelly. And swinging straight into November now. And what happened in November? Because we're getting to the end of the era. Well, we went out and about looking for Christmas gadgets uh, with Kelly, as you mentioned earlier. Here's a little clip. My name's Kim. What have you got to sell me? Well, I've got one of these and it's got so many different settings on it. It actually speaks to you as well, like this. You're looking cute tonight, honey. Very good. So it's voice activated? No, not voice activated, but it does speak to you when you take the lid off it. Okay. Any girl would be very pleased to have one of these in her stocking for Christmas. And we bought Kelly some more Marmite chocolate. She loves it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's really not right. And, of course, in November, we covered printers. But the less said about that, the better. Which, of course, takes us up to December. And if you want to know more about December, then just listen to December's show. It's just a click away. Frequencycast.co.uk So, what's in store for 2012? OK, crystal ball time. Of course, we've got the London Olympics. Now, that's going to be fun. What are your views on the Olympics? Looking forward to it? That's just a lot running around to me. Apart from the beach volleyball, I won't be watching. Uh, also for 2012, the launch of UView. Maybe if uh, Lord Sugar kicks some more backside, we may get UView, allegedly in time for the London Olympics. Yeah. We've also got the launch of Real Digital, set for later in 2012. So what have we been using now? Of course, Real Digital is a rival satellite service to Sky, where you can get some free channels and some subscription channels. Uh, we've actually seen one of the boxes now. There's a Fortech box. Here's a picture. Yep, nice chic black look. There you go. We're holding it up to the microphone. Everyone see that? Left a bit, down a bit. Lovely. Uh, That allegedly will be around £160 and support HD on satellite. Uh, We've also, of course, got Netflix launching in 2012 as well. So lots of stuff just around the corner. The big news, of course, for 2012, though, is the end of the digital switchover that started with Whitehaven all those years ago. London does the switch in April and the whole thing finishes at the end of October. No more switchover. What? The end of the switchover? We'll have nothing to talk about. 
What about the internet in 2012? What's that doing then? Well, our suspicion is the big headline there is going to be fibre. And of course, we've got Google Plus, the rival to Facebook. That may get some ground in uh, 2012. But for more on the future of the internet this year, here are a few thoughts from our industry insight session that we attended in December. It will certainly be interesting to see where OnLive goes and if the healthy take-up continues throughout next year. I don't expect the usage with uh, iPlayer, uh, YouTube and Sky streaming services to be decreasing at all. I can see those, those increasing a lot. My money's on Netflix. Netflix has been announced for the UK. In the US, currently in peak time, it uses around 30, 33% of all in internet traffic and I think that's going to be a big one for 2012 in the UK. So that's it for our look at 2011. Yes, any thoughts on what's going to be hot in 2012, please email, tweet, Facebook, text, whatever you like, or you can even Google Plus us if you must. Please do. What's up, this is Otis from The Gadget Show and you're listening to Frequency Cast, the UK's TV and tech podcast. Enjoy. So that was our look at last year and uh, in your hand you have a 3DS. Uh, Why? Because we've done that. Does it look at all different to you? Not at the moment, no. Well, it's just had a software update, and there have been a few changes, so I know we've done this in a fairly recent show, but it is worth talking about some of the updates. A new update is available for download over the internet. It came out in the middle of December. Street Pass has had a makeover, and you can now go out collecting bits of maps to make a jigsaw puzzle map, which is fairly clever. Uh, also, eShop is out which uh, is rather nifty. Let me just give you a quick glance at this one. A quick look here. Uh, So there's, oh look, Eurosport. Oh yeah. And you've got uh, news, recent arrivals, charts, software search, watch list, submit reviews. That's cool. You can actually review games and have your reviews placed up online. That's clever. And a few other little enhancements. The real enhancement though comes with the camera. Let me just go into that for you. Oh, Nintendo's 3D camera. Yes, the last update brought us 3D photos, now 3D video. Ooh, that's clever. Let's have a look. Oh, it's a bit blurry, but hold on a second. Let me go square onto it. Oh, You need to use this little autofocus to make it it work. So is that dual lens, or how have they done that? Is that pseudo 3D? All right, so we've got two lenses. It kind of works, but it's a little bit... Oh, that's a bit freaky on the eyes. Right, now in the best Blue Peter tradition, here is one I prepared earlier. Just tell me what you're seeing here. Okay, so you're showing me a picture of... Oh, wow, it's a video. Now, that looks all right, actually. It's a video of you in the kitchen. Yeah, well, I'm liking it. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of three-dimensional you there. What this is, is time-lapse. So I set this on the kitchen table, made myself a cup of tea, and it took a photo every five seconds. That's me in high speed making a cup of tea. Stop, start, animation. How cool. That's brilliant. Can you go and make a cup of tea that fast now? I'll see what I can do. The other rather nice little thing is, as promised... Uh, the Ambassador program is beginning to deliver. Ambassador program? What's that? Right, when the 3DS came out, it was a little on the pricey side. Shortly after launch, when it wasn't selling, they dropped the price. And to compensate for people like me that were early adopters, they brought out a whole bunch of freebie games. Now, we had a few NES titles delivered in September, but in December, a bunch of titles came out for free. Now, to be fair, they're only Game Boy Advance games, but you can get WarioWare, Mario Kart, Super Mario Brothers, Metroid and a few others, all for free, which is rather nice. Wow, that's quite a big list. It's slightly tricky how you get them. Uh, If you're enrolled in the Ambassador Programme, take a look at the link on our show notes and we'll tell you how to do it. Also, of course, uh, last month, the Mario Kart 3DS version came out. Mario in 3D. Okie dokie! There you go. So that's our look at the updated Nintendo 3DS. Mamma mia! Frequency Cast. 
Time for feedback and questions now, and the first one comes from Robin, who used our mobile app, available for iPhones and Androids, of course, to get in touch. And he asked, how about an update on the new Xbox dashboard update? Yes, and if you have an iPad, iPhone, or an Android phone, go get our free app. It's lovely. We'd love a few more of you to be using it. Uh, Yes, Robin asked us about the Xbox 360 dashboard update. Now, that started rolling out at the beginning of December, a little later than expected for for many people, uh, adding some new functionality, including 4OD and Love Film. Now, we can expect the BBC iPlayer to be added in the coming months, and the new Metro interface has launched as well, and it looks all shiny and new. Online comments, though, are a bit mixed marmite about it. If you've got an Xbox 360, we'd love to know your thoughts. Get in touch. Yep, thank you. And this one is from George. Uh, he says, following on from your recent focus on printing, I'd like to know if you have any advice for printing from an iPad. My mother-in-law has recently bought an iPad 2 and would like to be able to print to her Epson stylus SX425W. Good grief, all these numbers and things are directly from it. Her printer is set up for a wireless printing, though doesn't support Mac's AirPrint protocol. So, Pete, any advice? We did touch on a solution for printing from your iPhone or iPad in our November show, show 69. But yes, if your mother-in-law is using a Mac, she wants to be taking a look at Printopia, which is a brilliant way of printing through your Mac. Alternatively, she can check out either the Print Central or the Print app available from the iPad App Store. Link up on our show notes. These allow you to print to all printers, not just AirPrint printers. Uh, You can print to most Wi-Fi or wireless printers without the need for extra software. Or failing that, you can print through your PC or Mac. Links to all of these options up on our show notes. Now, it says here, iVicar. Is that sort of like a a new form of iPhone, but for religious people? Yes, I had to throw this one in. I want to thank Phil Bridges for sending me this one. Uh, His local vicar was performing a service where she had to read out the 1939 King's speech. But unfortunately, she'd left her notes on the kitchen table. So while the clock was ticking, she whipped out her iPhone, Googled the speech and saved the day. How's that, iVicar? Bye, Vicar, and bye, everyone. You can leave us a voicemail by calling 02081334567 or text us on 07882043521. We'd love to hear from you, uh, well, from a few more of you, in fact, so please get in touch and say hi. Our shows are driven by your feedback, so talk to us. Frequency cast, shutdown in progress. And that's your lot for this show, Show 71. For news updates or to get in touch, please visit frequencycast.co.uk. While you're there, click the Add Us to iTunes button. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for FrequencyCast. Thanks for listening to our tantalising take on technology. And if you like what you've heard, please spread the word. Frequencycast. Shut down.